you won't be making money for the first few months. And then if you don't take it seriously or if you really don't want to chase it, then it's going to be like a huge time waster because it's quite a rare opportunity to get popular on social media, you know? Finally, I can't stress this enough that you learn before you jump into any of these investments. Like, don't think of investments like a get-rich-quick scheme. Investing is rather the other way around. Is that you put in years of work, then in the end, the return comes in like in one big chunk of money, you know, like Warren Buffett. He's been like investing for, I don't know, since the 60s, the 1960s, you know. That's how he made like 80 billion USD. Because I created like a complete list of YouTubers where I already like filtered out all like the comments for you guys, you know, clear in my garage <laughs> or uh, high ticket sales, like not, yeah. none of those bullshit, you know, I filtered those out. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Novice Man Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. I'm Kingston. And I'm Matthew. Welcome to our show, where we embark on a journey to becoming the best versions of ourselves. This week, we'll be continuing the topic regarding side hustles. Also, a disclaimer, the vibes are going to be a little bit off this week because uh, we've had quite a tough week and some bad stuff happened in our personal lives, you know? So... I'm sorry if we sound a bit drained, and this episode was quite rushed as well, but we're doing our best to stay on schedule, so please bear with us in a moment. We promise we will continue posting better episodes from now onwards. On the previous episode, we talked about the side hustles we did and experience. On this episode, we're going to talk about the side hustle we recommend to high school and college students. By the way, this podcast is just a guide and everything comes with a risk. And also in this episode, we are going to divide our side hustles into three parts, which are minimal risk, medium risk, and risky. Well, we will start off with minimal risk. So, Ethan, what are the minimal risk side hustles you would recommend? Well, the first one that I would recommend is what we're doing right now, which is podcasting. It is one of those side hustles that is a bit more on the fun side. Like you get to have fun, have conversations, interact with people online. And uh, it's a very enlightening experience. And yeah, so far we've been doing this for like close to a month already. It's like our fourth episode. And yeah, honestly, it's a pretty good side hustle. But one thing I can say about it is you got to keep to your schedule, man. Because sometimes like some stuff happens and it's tough to stick to your schedule. Everything's all over the place. So you got to be careful with that. Um, Another thing that's similar to podcasting would be blogging, which is uh, what we're planning to get into soon. Blogging is also another way, it's very interactive. So these side hustles, like you get to interact with people, you get to start your own communities. So it is definitely a very enlightening experience. I think another popular side hustle, not really a side hustle, I'd say, it's like more of a trend is TikTok. And like, um, you know, you can make money through TikTok, through like sponsorships, you know, brand deals. Or like, honestly, not even TikTok. It's like Instagram, all the kind of social media platforms. Yeah, you can consider those side hustles if you're making money. La. If you're not making a single dime, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend you call it a side hustle. And um, there's also like uh, content creation. For example, streaming on Twitch, YouTube, you know, AdSense. Yeah, you get money through ad revenues and sponsorships as well. And uh, even on Twitch, there's like uh, this feature, right, guys? Like you can donate to your streamer or something like that, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Uh. Like, if you like the creator a lot, you can give them money so they can, like, uh, you know, continue doing what they're doing. Because sometimes it's kind of hard to start off, like, making money off the internet. But when it comes to, like, uh, you know, doing TikTok, Twitch streaming, and YouTube, right, there is a risk as well, you know? Like, people think that, you know, it's easy just put on a camera and all that kind of stuff. But bear in mind that when you do that, you are your own brand, right? And you have to be very careful what you say because you can get cancelled and your life can get ruined online, you know? And it's it's getting riskier and riskier these days. Lah. So like, a lot of people are like not so not so interested in becoming influencers anymore because they've seen like one wrong move and really like your whole career is gone, you know? And even if you leave social media, like people still know your face and still know what you've done, you know? So it's not the greatest. Lah. But sometimes these uh, side hustles can also be a waste of time. You know, because like you won't be making money for the first few months. And then if you don't take it seriously or if you really don't want to chase it, then it's going to be like a huge time waster because like, it's quite a rare opportunity to get popular on social media, you know. Well, aside from that, there's freelancing as well. Like, you know, you can be a graphic designer, uh, Apple tech support. You can even do photography, video editing. And honestly, these are the side hustles that appeal the most to me because you're able to demonstrate your skill set, you know, get to monetize your skill set. Like, for example, your aspiring video editor, you can sign up with Fiverr, you know, freelance. People can hire you to edit stuff on them. And it's a way to build up experience, you know, and it's like good to get money on the side. And uh, well, the last one for minimal risk would be about crypto mining on PCs. But, you know, we're going to save that for the cryptocurrency episode. So, yeah, I think those are all that I can name off the top of my head for minimal risk. All right. So, Kingston, what are the medium risk side hustles you would recommend? Okay. The medium risk side hustles that I would recommend is uh, starting an online business. Uh, starting an online business includes like, you know, selling like small accessories such as, you know, like earrings, necklaces. I see some of them like they sell phone cases as well. Also snacks. And if you know how to bake, you could sell like uh, cakes or cookies, you know. Next up is uh, selling a course on something you know how to do. La. For example, uh, like me, for example, I know how to trade crypto. Okay. So what I could do is I could open up a course to teach people how to trade crypto. But there's one downside for this is that you have to bear the full response Possibilities, just as like uh, doing being an influencer, you have to uh, you have to be you have to bear the responsibilities of every single word you say. Like when while you're teaching someone, somebody, you know, especially if you're like teaching them to trade crypto, it's a super risky stuff. Okay, uh, next up is uh, flipping stuff. You know, so I've seen one of my friends. He flipped like smartphones, uh, one to a few hundred ringgit markup. You know, he buys the smartphone. He takes the uh, smartphone to the repair center to get it refurbished. If like, if that, that smartphone is like, you know, almost broken or anything, there's like a uh, minor scratches here and there. He would refurbish them and then he would mark it up and sell it to Facebook marketplace. It doesn't just apply to, you know, smartphones. It, it could be applied to uh, multiple other stuff you could flip as well, you know, such as like, uh, you know, PC parts, maybe some streetwear, just like Ethan did. You know, he refurbished some old sneakers and mark it up before, right? Yeah, man. It was a quite profitable and lesser capital, uh, I'd say. Because you're buying these like used, so they're going to be a lot cheaper than brand new. So it's quite smart. Like, if you don't have much capital, that's what you can do. Is if you want to start streetwear, Okay, for the medium risk side hustles, there will be some capital involved ranging from a few hundred to a few thousands. And yeah, but for me, most of these like uh, medium risk side hustles, a few hundred for me is good enough. 
Okay, next up, we move to Risky, where you could lose everything and basically get fucked if you don't know what you're doing. Okay, first up, we have reselling. So a lot of people didn't know that streetwear reselling is actually a super risky thing to take. Like, because there's all these like, uh, you know, scammers and fake stuff. And then if you don't understand streetwear enough, you, you're definitely going to like uh, get screwed up, basically. So it's like, uh, the reason why reselling streetwear fits into this category is like, because like the market is like too widespread and there's too many people inside. So you don't, you have to like, basically what Ethan told you listeners uh, in the previous episode, nah, you have to be able to tell like which, which sneakers are real, which of them are fake, you know, the telltale signs and all that. And then only dealing with trusted sellers. And then finally reselling, uh, it not only applies to streetwear and sneakers, I've also seen someone uh, reselling alcohol as well. Oh wow! You know, if they buy, they buy wines and booze. For example, like uh, what's it called? Duty free. Yeah. It's not duty free like It's like a uh, vintage booze. You know. Oh okay okay. Those have quite high values, man. Yeah, they go up in price over the years. Like the aged wine, you know, whiskey. Oh okay. Yeah yeah yeah. So uh, basically, it's anything with high demand. Uh, so you can resell. I even see like uh, people are reselling bare bricks nowadays, you know. But yeah, as what I said, there's a lot of fake bare bricks out there as well. So uh, if you guys want to do it, you guys definitely need to put in some work to do some research. And don't never skip like the research part, you know. Yeah, and I think it's like, uh, like continuing on what Kingston said, it's quite like difficult to distinguish between fake and real items because the fake items are like you know almost spot on like <laughs> down to like the the nearest like down to the single stitch you know so it's getting tougher and tougher so you really got to educate yourself on like uh fakes and reels or else like you're gonna lose all your money <laughs> like it's how some people i personally know did lah. yeah and next up we have what i'm doing right now it's a uh, forex and crypto trading it's either day trading or swing trading or scalp trading whatever floats your boat you know yeah but um be a big one man i'll talk about this in details in another episode but the insights that i could give y'all is that you definitely have to put in like real work it because you have to be highly disciplined and you, ha- you gotta have like a strong heart you know you have to be able to like uh you know, take losses, like, and still, like, be okay. That's uh the thing about trading, uh, either crypto, forex, or stocks, uh, anything. So if you really want to uh, dip your feet into trading, the advice I could give you is that you have to take it slow. It, it basically applies to everything else. Uh, so you have to take it slow. Don't try to rush things, you know. The thing about trading is, uh, the mo- the problem with most people about trading is that, yes, if you get lucky, uh, trading, it will get you rich in like, like super short time, you know, within hours, you know, sometimes. You could literally turn a hundred to a thousand within 30 minutes, if you will. But then there's also, as fast as you can like earn that much in a short amount of time, you could also lose that much in a short amount of time. So, uh, Another thing about trading is that only put in that uh the amount of money of cap or capital that you're willing to lose. For example, um I'm you know my trading my trading account like the portfolio. I'm only putting in like uh one out of twentieth of my of my entire net worth, which is like five percent of my net worth into trading. So yeah, and do know that uh if you really want to do full 
time trading, you're actually sacrificing most of your social life, you know, because you'll be spending most of your time staring at, you know, charts, you know, price charts. Like you have to, you know, do technical analysis. If guys don't know what technical analysis is, I'll talk about that in the next episode. Okay, next up is investing. We'll be covering this topic in depth as well in the future. Actually, I wouldn't consider investing as a side hustle. Investment is rather a retirement plan, you know. However, investing in general is building a portfolio and having proper financial management system. Let's say you work a 9 to 5 job with a 3k salary every month and you want to start investing. So in the first step, what you want to do is have a proper financial management system the best method I would recommend is the JAR system. You can look this up in YouTube. It's basically dividing your monthly paychecks to different bank accounts <laughs> at the moment you receive your paycheck so that you wouldn't blow your money on other unnecessary stuff, you know? Then one part of your paycheck, let's say 1K out of your 3K salary, go straight into your investment portfolio. And then in your investment portfolio, you further divide that 1K to different investment products such as stocks, bonds, gold, you name it. So 1K per month in an investment portfolio, that's like two to 300 per investment product. It might not sound like a lot to you, but do know that you're putting in money every single month plus the compound interest, remember? So in the end, it will be sort of like an avalanche effect, you know? Moreover, you can pair your nine to five job with one of those side hustles we recommended to you listeners. And who knows that the side hustles, you know, starts picking up steam and eventually like replaces your main source of income as well. Finally, I can't stress this enough that you learn before you jump into any of these investments. Like don't think of investments like a get rich quick scheme. Investing is rather the other way around is that you put in years of work. Then in the end, the return comes in like in one big chunk of money, you know, like Warren Buffett, he's been like investing for, I don't know, since the 60s, the 1960s, you know, that's how he made like 80 billion USD. Speaking of like uh, learning, if you, if you're listeners out there who are interested in learning about side hustles or investments and didn't know where to start, fret not because I created like a complete list of YouTubers where I already filtered out all like the comments for you guys, you know, here in my garage or uh, high ticket <laughs> sales, like not, none of those bullshit, you know, I filtered yeah. those out. And these lists of uh, people I made, they'll never like sell you courses or exaggerate their net worth. It's like uh, just straight up contents. Uh. So, and I take responsibility for that. So here's the list. First up, we have Graham Stephan. He's, um, he's a YouTuber based in the US and he does real estate and financial management. So he'll give you in-depth details about how to buy your first real estate investment houses and how to fill out the paperwork and all that. Next up, we have Bayaheza. He's the only Gen Z YouTuber in the entire list. And he does like a ton of side hustles, you know, and uh, he's trying out like different side hustles here and there. And he's, he's, he's sort of like tested out for you guys, you know, so that you guys have an idea of how would all the side hustles like work out in the beginning. So it's a good start for all of you starting side hustles out there. Next up, we have Ivan on tech. He's a crypto YouTuber and he does, he talks mainly about, you know, the, the technology behind Bitcoin and mainly 
now he talks about altcoins, which are Ethereum, uh, Cardano, uh, XRP, and yeah, Dogecoin. And there's like another type of coin called DeFi coin. But that'll be another episode, of course. Next up is uh, Crypto Jab. It's a uh, Crypto J-E-B-B. So also a crypto YouTuber. And he does like this thing called technical analysis. So technical analysis is essentially uh, an important part if you're a trader, especially. So it's like a, to calculate the numbers in the chart and making trading decisions from, you know, the data and analytics you get from the chart. And then next up is BitBoy Crypto, also a crypto YouTuber and does technical analysis. And there's one more called trade setups. So if you're a trader, Crypto Jab and BitBoy Crypto is for you. Finally, we have our first Malaysian-based YouTuber. His name is uh, Casey Lau. And, and he mainly talks about stocks, bonds, and other investment products that are traditional, I would say. More on the traditional, mm -hmm. but safer side. Lah. And he also does like how to calculate your income taxes and uh, you know how to evade some of them. Yeah. And then uh, he also like talks about how to get the best rate for your bank loan, like how to negotiate with your banker and all that. He's based in the Malaysia. So it's really use useful info for all the Malaysians out there. Lah. Mm. Next up is uh, Chun Weng. Chun Weng is a crypto YouTuber based in Malaysia. He mainly talks about, you know, the news about crypto. And there's one best part is that he also hosts a podcast called the Crypto Kopitiam. Finally, we have Wholesale Ted. So Wholesale Ted mainly does drop shipping to give you to give you like um, tips and tricks on how to, you know, manage your drop shipping business. Like if you're a beginner, she'll give you beginner guides as well. And up until the intermediate guide as well. She has everything you need to know about drop shipping. And that's my list of all the YouTubers. Wow. Those are good uh, recommendations, man. So um, I think one thing that we should mm -hmm. cover is how to mentally prepare for side hustles. You know, the things that you need mentally and physically. So uh, any input on that, guys? Okay. Uh, first up. You know, side hustle is essentially your second career if you're already working. It could be your first if you're still in college or high school. But the thing is that this is a career. It is not some, you know, funs and games. So you have to, if you want to succeed, like do this properly, you have to treat this like really seriously, you know. As I said, you have to put in your work, like uh, learning before stepping in. Another tip is that while you're doing like either side hustles or investments is that you learn as you do. So like us, we have never started a podcast before. So what we just do is like we did some research about podcasting and we just did it without any, you know, without any prior cheers and there. You just take the shot, you know. So while you're doing like either one of these side hustles or investment, I would recommend you to keep on learning. And also, you know, buy some books about these side hustles, read some books, and then join those like uh, Reddit channels, you know, those uh, forums, any forums you find or any Facebook groups. For example, like uh, if you're reselling streetwear, there's a ton of streetwear groups out there, you know. There's even some like, you know, live chat in Telegram as well. So you, can, so you could be like exchanging info with other people. 
the other thing is like you have to kind of be a discipline uh, so is that uh, it's going to take some time to actually uh, get the, your side hustles up and running and start picking up steam, you know. So what you do is that uh, you keep on putting putting in the work, lah. Just put in the work and do know that you you might sacrifice, you know, like your social life and your your relationship with your girlfriend, whatnot. And you have to know that um, this is all temporary, you know. And just remember that in the end, all of this is going to be worth it. Okay. <clears throat> so uh what about you Matt do you have any uh input on this I would say that the best is to have to plan out your time properly in like your side business or let's say if you're like in college right now, right? I say if you plan out like doing your assignments, projects, things like that and with your side hustle, I think you would do pretty good. If you yeah, if you like mess up and like you don't plan like your time properly and things like that, everything will go downhill from there, man. Oh yeah, it's like a domino effect. Yeah. So it's always good to plan your time properly. No matter what you do in life. La. Not only like just your side hustles, college, but anything you do in your daily life, it's best to plan it out. Yeah, that's about it. So Ethan, what about you? I think I'm just going to build off what you said, la, which is time management. Because in this like young age, we're still new to all these like, you know, businesses. A couple of years ago, we were just, you know, a bunch of kiddos kicking footballs in a field. Now, like we're in the real world. So we have college, you know, some of us live alone, we got responsibilities, some of us have relationships, some of us away from family. So time management is important because if you don't set a time to to be with the ones you love and do your business and everything is like on top of each other, right? It's not a stable foundation, man. Everything is going to crash. It's a domino effect, man. So time management is key. Lah. And I think another thing is you have to understand that some of these side hustles are not are not exactly side hustles, you know. They take the same amount of time and the same amount of effort that you would take in a full-time job, you know. Especially with the research, you know. And all the, especially like crypto, streetwear, reselling, all this. You're going to need to, before you even start doing the side hustle, you're going to need to take a couple of weeks or months to learn about what the hell you're doing in the first place. So, yeah, it's a long process and you just got to persevere through it lah. Okay, as as well as all these side hustles and investments, there are also, you know, side hustles with an apostrophe that you should avoid altogether. Like, there are scams that are disguised as side hustles or investment. It's basically a money pit, you know. So, Matt, what do you have in mind? So, I would say that the things you should avoid altogether when starting a side hustle are joining an MLM. Damn, what's an MLM, bro? So an MLM stands for a multi-level marketing where a scheme or a marketing tactic developed by unethical companies like let's say a company starting with an A. So basically it's a system where a selling is done by uh, encouraging existing sellers to re recruit new sellers or downline where they are paid a percentage of downline skills. The recruits are distributors downline. Uh, existing sellers also make money through direct sales of products to customers. An MLM agent basically manipulates you to be their slave, which usually sells insurance, healthcare products, skincare and supplements, and Forex. They will fly you with a bunch of motivational speeches and positive emotions. In return, 
you have to reach the target sales per month or else you have to pay a compensation to your agent or what we call the person above you. Some MLM agents will also force you to purchase a fixed inventory or items every month and it's your problem if you can't sell them. Moreover, they will put all the blame on you for not reaching the sales target and make you feel bad. Lastly, some MLMs are straight up disguised as Ponzi scheme and run away with the investors' money, leaving them in debt. And the second is Ponzi scheme. So a Ponzi scheme is an investment scam where current investors collect funds from the new investors to pay off early investors. It is unsustainable because assume that you must recruit 10 people to keep it running and that 10 people have to recruit 10 times more than the number of new investors like from 10 to 1,000 to 100,000 and to a million and so on. And the telltale signs of Ponzi scheme is that it promises incentives to recruit new members or investors so that they can keep the Ponzi scheme running. And also that it promises high returns with little to no risk. Like there isn't an investment in the world that promises you over 40% of it. Besides that, it locks up your capital for a period of time like you can't withdraw your returns for six months due to excuses that that are made up. So these are the telltale signs of a Ponzi scheme. But uh, in general, you should avoid anything with an that looks like an MLM. So because they are unethical and they just waste your time and your energy. And also, they just make you feel bad in the end, you know? You lose both your money and your time. And it's basically a money pit, you know? That's not a proper side hustle. Uh, yeah, and I think with these uh, MLMs and like these schemes, right? What they do is they appeal to your feelings, you know? Like, they'll find you when you're weak. Then they'll give you a sense of hope, you know? And then they'll like uh, instill this like false positivity into you. And like, um, it's just bad lah because... In a way, it's like a cult, you know? They change your thinking to fit their agenda. At the end of the day, like, you don't realize that however hard you work in this MLM, right? And however hard you work in these schemes, right? You're not making yourself rich. You're making someone else rich. So just keep that in mind, lah. Alright, guys. I think that's a wrap for Side Hustles. Wow, we had, like, sightful episode so far. Once again, I would like to thank everyone for joining us this week. We really appreciate all the support you have been giving us on our social media pages. Believe me when I say that not a single post or DM goes unnoticed by us. Next week, we'll be talking about motivation. Thank you once again. I've Ethan. I'm Kingston. I'm Matthew. And we are the Novice Man, signing out. Ciao! Ciao.